0: Hello, welcome to Random Confab. This is Josh, and I know it's been a while since I've put anything up here. Uh, But to be truthful, I've been busy. Thank you for tuning back in if you've listened. You know I don't talk about the typical things that most people talk about. um, Most of the time. But today, I think it's worth... Just briefly throwing out some thoughts in regards to all that's going on with this coronavirus jazz. As I've been looking at news reports, as I've been listening to experts, politicians, as I've been observing society around us, I've been thinking a lot about there's there's a battle going on. As a Christian, I know there is a an ultimate battle going on between light and darkness, between Jesus, the king, and Satan, the want-to-be. And this battle will continue until the end when all things are made right. But until then, we struggle, and there is a struggle that we see. Playing out here very uh visibly in a country that once was free, uh we've been locked down in a country where the First Amendment gives us a right to meet peaceably and worship freely uh That's been taken away for three months in my state anyway, and when it all first happened, I was shocked that it could happen so easily, so quickly that my state could be locked down at the whim of the governor well, it wasn't a whim let me say at the outset with everything that I heard from the media I too was concerned about this um, about the impact of this unknown virus that could kill millions of Americans I mean, I remember 2.2 million will any of my family be affected by this? However, when the lockdown was announced, I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe in America that this could happen. In the name of public health, to protect people from death, the government decided to deem certain people, well, a.k.a. businesses, essential, and certain non-essential, and to keep us all home and away from people for an indeterminate amount of time, which at first I thought might be two weeks, and then I hoped would be a month, and now it's been three months. And while I've been allowed to go back to work by our supreme leader, generous generous of him, I have not been allowed to operate freely without... Some sort of fear. Let's call it fear. It's not really fear. It's more an awareness of something different in society. And this brings me to the battle, to the topic of my podcast today. This is just going to be a brief one. Which has to do with the impact upon society that this whole lockdown, and now, now it's morphed, now the media has brought us rioting, protests regarding what they call racism, which I reject that term as a Christian, on principle, I don't believe there are many races, I'm not a Darwinian evolutionist, I believe God created the human race, and in that there are two divisions, one along the lines of Adam the first human who sinned, and in him all men sinned, and will perish unless by faith they are joined to the second and the last Adam, Christ. There are two covenant heads of humanity. One, under the covenant of works, still, the Adam race. All of us are born naturally into that race. But there is the the line of those who are in Jesus Christ by faith and by his spirit who have been born supernaturally into the kingdom of God. And this promise of a serpent crusher, a head crusher, was given right after man fell into sin at the beginning of human history. And not only was there a promise of somebody who would ultimately win the battle over darkness, who would bring all of history uh, to a culmination in glory for those who are in him, and judgment for those who reject God as king and want to uh, reject his Messiah, the Christ. Um, all, all of human history, though, has been impacted by the curse that God placed upon uh, on creation, and and part of this was enmity placed between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. Those who are, who are of the line of Christ, and those who are of the line of Satan, and or as it were uh, the line of Adam, and and these this battle has been playing out throughout human history, and and it's good to recognize that this. Has always been the case and will always be the case. Before continuing into examining the problem, and as I look around in society, I see this battle. It is a it's a disappointing thing to see that many, even many Christians, have kind of, I, I guess, just innocently, um, unknowingly, been wrapped up into this way of thinking about society. Uh, it's collectivism. This this thing that I see that will rip society apart is collectivism. What collectivism is, it is, is says that the individual is not important, the group is important. A lot of it's born out of communist thinking, out of materialist or humanist thinking, if I have my terms correct, don't get all over me for terms, but I think I have the ideas right, where we are seen as only material objects, we're not seen as uh, image bearers of the divine creator, God, who are created especially for a purpose, we're, we're actually seen as just material, we're seen as nothing, there is no purpose, there is no end goal, there is no reason for humanity to exist beyond, I guess, to enjoy our own existence as long as we can and with collectivism this fits perfectly with collectivism which basically focuses on the whole the group and not on the individual denying that each individual person is specially created with a purpose and morphing all of society into one lump and Some of the things you might see in a collectivist society are the destruction of hierarchy or patriarchy or whatever you want to call it. I mean, people that don't like it call it patriarchy. People that are okay with it call it hierarchical societies. Um, the destruction of the family. Uh, the destruction of religion. Um, what else? The destruction of of capitalism or let's not call it capitalism. Let's call it Uh, Self-reliance or individual responsibility. And with the destruction of all these normal society units, societal units, normal ways of operating in society, by the way, the destruction of small communities, small towns, uh, we see that has been happening over the last, mm, since the 40s, I would say, when industrialization took over, really took over, especially in farming communities but with all this we're seeing a breakdown of society where those those units of society that they, they used to um, be be how everyone thought we should uh, operate as and and now we're being introduced into a new way of thinking where we must Do something for the good of all of society. We must be a part of the solution and not part of the problem. We all are on the same team working together for the new normal. Uh, So all that to say that um, when I look in a store around me, I see many people with masks. This is one example. I also see people without masks who are outnumbered by those with masks. And from the studies I've read, and you can find them yourself in in, uh, medical journals, masks have not been proven to be effective. And, in fact, the studies, they admit this. It can't be shown that masks are effective. Well, one study I read said, but you may as well wear one just in case. However, what, what people don't take into account is the impact that a mask has on society, on how humans perceive one another. This whole social distance thing, whichever. That's a misnomer. It's not social at all. It's physical. We can't be social and distant. But this is an example, too, of the breakdown of these, the, the way we think about each other in society. And it's a byproduct of 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 all these supposed um, uh, what are you guidelines or um, orders or laws that are supposed to keep us safe, actually, what what is happening is, is it's driving wedges between us. Now you're afraid of me when I see you in the store, and I'm afraid of you. And when I meet you, I don't come up and shake hands. That's not allowed. We stay six feet apart. You know, can't can't risk getting one another sick. We've created a society now where we're suspicious of one another. And when I take my children to the store, I don't put masks on them, but they see everybody with masks. And so now now it's us versus them or them versus us. And and then why do they have masks? My children might wonder. Well, Well, you see, children, other humans are dangerous. Danger. It's dangerous to be around to people. Children are simple which is an advantage. Adults are not, which is sometimes a disadvantage. But if you really simply look at it, is it healthier for us to get a virus that now the CDC admits has a 0.26% infection fatality rate? and Compare that to the seasonal flu, which is approximately 0.1, and it's only... I mean, it might even be lower than that. The CDC says that, and the CDC's track record recently hasn't been that great. Um, Anyway, you look at that and you think, okay, will my children be healthier if they get this virus? Or will they be healthier if we teach them that humans are dangerous and that it's not safe to be around people and that you should view each other with suspicion because you might be carrying an invisible enemy that could get you and maybe kill you. Probably not if you're under the age of 65. In fact, it's very unlikely that you would die from this under the age of 65. But you never know. It's better to be safe. In the name of safety though, have we created a situation where the sickness is worse? Where it's a societal sickness? Just because We define sickness as getting sick from a virus or bacterial infection or something. Is that the only form of sickness there is? We see mental health professionals would argue mental sickness is a sickness. Okay. Well, is societal breakdown a mental sickness? I would say it's a sickness, not a mental. It's a human sickness. And it's a symptom of this battle that's going on. Collectivism is being used to drive wedges between people groups are being segregated out masks versus non-masks vaccinated versus non-vaccinated now recently now it's blacks versus everybody else i guess who's an oppressor which whites and i guess Asians are lumped in there sorry guys i'm i'm of norwegian descent but i never say on these uh, surveys that ask <laughs> In fact, my family wasn't even in the United States uh, until the 1900s. So I guess I'm not part of that oppressor group. Oh wait, yes I am, because I'm white. Uh, you see, there's a wedge now driven between, between us. And now gender means nothing, by the way. It, collectivism destroys distinctions. It creates an, an amorphous blob by first creating conflict. It, with communism, it was the bourgeois versus the uh, the other guys. Uh, oh, no. Well, there's two. There's working class in the the elite, right? And power to the people. The people need to revolt. Well, they got Stalin and Lenin and Mao. Oh, those were great people, yeah. They only killed millions and millions. But people don't mean anything in their systems. Remember, people are meaningless. Individuals have no purpose in collectivism. Uh, it's anti-human. So there is a battle. I look around, the simple thing to see is that masks are symbolic of what humans have become to one another. I, have, I met my new neighbors the other day and did not shake their hands because I was not sure if they'd be afraid to shake my hand. I'm not afraid to shake their hand, but shame on me for not offering Uh but you see, this is what's happening. We're being broken into groups, separated from one another, not allowed to meet for church. I haven't been to church for three months. Um, not allowed to hug one another. Not allowed to visit my grandma. Technically, I can, but not allowed to hug my grandma, who's in her 80s now. Um, all these things are very sad, and people haven't been allowed to go to to have funerals for their loved ones who've passed away alone in the hospital, unable to be visited by anyone. This is terrible. This is not human. This is anti-human. And the sooner we wake up to this, the better. And I wanted to throw this quick little podcast out there. It's unscripted. It's my ramblings to some degree, and I'm sorry, but I I just wanted to say I'm going to be working on on an examination of this, and maybe scripting out some podcast material. I hope to, anyway. I know I'm not good at keeping my promises. I'm working on a thesis right now, and it may be a month before I do it, but... I just thought I'd put this out there, to see if anybody else is interested in this idea, which I can I can tell you are by how many listens I get. And if you are interested in this idea, uh, shoot, me, shoot me feedback if you want josh at randomconfad.com. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll be thinking about this a lot more, and I'll also be thinking about this in terms of being an American and what what this demands of us as as citizens of this country for the sake of our neighbors. Um, I've been thinking a lot about that too. Uh, when government begins acting unlawfully, what is our responsibility? What are what are the things we should be doing? instead of just being lazy and watching Netflix and being distracted by so-called racism, uh, which I prefer to call ethnicism or something of that sort. Anyway, uh, I'll be thinking about this, trying to come up with some new material. Let me know if you're interested. And if not, at least I have one way I can record my thoughts. (laughs) Until next time, have a good one.